Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. The day I released my book, The Podcast Launch Playbook, a guest appearance I made on Justin Shank's podcast, Growth Now Movement, was published. I had been doing lots of promoting for my book during the pre-sale period, but on the official launch day, the same day the interview went live, sales of the book went way up. And the book hit number one in two categories on Amazon and number two in a third category. Those additional sales came greatly as a result of that one podcast appearance. Other guest appearances I've made have resulted in more book sales, more listeners for this show, and some new clients. Being a guest on podcasts is a powerful way to amplify your brand, boost your reputation, increase your fan base, and make more sales. You may already have guests on your podcast. And you may have already been a guest on other people's shows. So you probably know how awesome podcast guesting is. And you probably know how difficult it can be if you don't do it properly. When you reach out to podcast hosts on your own, it can take dozens of hours of time to search for the perfect fit, to vet the host and the show, to customize your pitch letter, and to get the scheduling down. And this doesn't include the foundational work of creating a podcast one sheet, nailing down your proposed topics, and coming up with your suggested questions. Now, my favorite tool for finding and connecting with podcast hosts when you're doing it on your own is Podmatched. Podmatch, (laughs) not matched. Podmatch. Developed by Alex Sanfilippo, it's like a dating service for podcast hosts and guests. So the system proposes matches, which you can accept or reject, and you can also search the database on your own. Now, even though this system makes it really simple to find shows you want to be on, or if, you know, as a host, you can find guests you want to invite onto your show, you still have to do the work to vet the shows or the guest, and to pitch the hosts to be a guest on their show. So at Podmatch, you create your guest profile. It's like a podcast one sheet, and it includes your short bio, a longer bio, proposed topics, suggested questions, and highlights of other shows you've been on through Podmatch. It also shows a few positive reviews you've received on Podmatch. But you cannot sit back and rely on your profile to sell you as a guest. Just like you can't email a host and merely send them to your website to do the selling for you, right? You have to compose a well-crafted, customized email or message that strategically pitches you as an ideal guest for their show. As a podcast host, The majority of pitches I receive at this podcast and that I used to receive at my old show, Marketing Chat Podcast, honestly, are terrible. In fact, more than 90% of the guests on my show, I reach out to and invite personally. And I reject more than 90% of of the pitches I receive. 
They are that bad. And I feel just awful for the people behind those pitches because they very well might make good guests. But I just don't have the time to do the work for them that they should have done before pitching me. You know, I I can't go to their website and social media to learn about them, to pick a topic for them, and then to email them back to say, hey, would this topic work for you? That's what I already do when I handpick my guests. Do you, you know, as a, as a podcast host yourself, do you want to be doing that? Do you already do that when people pitch you? It's, you just don't have time, right? You get me? Let me share some examples of bad pitches that I've received. The absolute worst. One time, super short email from this guy. He wrote almost verbatim. I won't even waste your time telling you that I've listened to your podcast because I haven't. Oh my God. (laughs) Immediate, immediate rejection. That was the worst pitch ever. I mean, we have got to vet the shows we're going to be on by listening to a few episodes, at least one in full, but ideally a few. And we need to let the host know we've listened to their episodes. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Many potential guests don't mention the name of my podcast. I have two active podcasts, this one and Geek Girl Soup, plus the recently retired Marketing Chat Podcast. Which one do you want to be on? It's not always clear, especially when their industry or topic doesn't align with this show or the other one. It's like, I can't tell. I can't tell what you want to be on. Tell me. And even if you have only the one show or they, you think, have only one show, it, you can't be positive, right? Name the show. Name the show. Many potential guests don't give me their website address, and it's not their signature. How, and it may not even be part of their email address. You know, so for me, like at AngelaKellysmith.com, that's, that's my website address. But their email signature may not contain their website address. So how am I supposed, how am I supposed to properly vet them if I can't find them online? And if you don't have a totally unique name, then it's really hard to find you. If I can't vet you, I'm going to reject you. A bunch of times people will reach out and call themselves the perfect guest for my show. That they've never emailed me or spoken with me before. So how do they know who my perfect guest is without talking with me first, right? Same with you. Do you get pictures like that where they say, I'm the perfect guest for you? And you're like, um, no, you're not. Or how do you know? And occasionally, maybe they are. But honestly, the people who have been the perfect guest for me never call themselves that. They're not that presumptuous or entitled. Okay. So you see how so many parts of the pitch 
can result in a rejection. And I am not unique among hosts in rejecting potential guests. Most hosts I've spoken with reject the majority of the pitches they receive. Is it the same for you? Do you get just awful pitches or at least subpar and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? Please, as a host, don't accept every pitch you get just because you're trying to fill a time spot, time slot. Don't. Okay. These are just a few little issues that can result in a rejection. The I've never listened to your show before. It's not little. That's massive. But these aren't even the typical big mistakes that potential guests make. So let's talk about making it easier to get a yes from a host by looking at the top three mistakes potential guests make in their pitches. And we'll discuss the solutions for each one as we go. These are mistakes that potential guests tend to make across the board but they are easy for you to avoid. These mistakes can result in an automatic rejection from a lot of podcast hosts. So let's dive in. Mistake number one, not demonstrating that you know what the podcast is about or if the host even has guests on their show. So obviously, it is a massive mistake to reach out to hosts who don't even have guests on their show. I mean, of course, you're going to get rejected in that case. But it's pretty embarrassing to pitch a show that doesn't even interview guests. Clear sign you haven't done your homework. And that can result in lack of an ability to collaborate with that host on something else. They will be less likely to refer you to hosts who do take guests. So be really careful about that. Make sure that they take guests. Also embarrassing, if you reach out to a podcast that isn't anywhere close to your industry or niche. I've had people reach out to me from industries that have zero to do with my shows. They simply wanted access to my listeners even though they wouldn't be in the potential guest target audience. And we'll get to that in a minute. Not demonstrating that you've done your research on the show indicates that you want to be a guest on the podcast for purely selfish reasons, to access that host's audience in order to increase your reach, which, of course, that's part of why you're getting into podcast guesting, but it can't be just about that. Solution. Thoroughly research the podcast and the host before you reach out to the host. Now, not only is it an absolute must to research the podcast and the host before you reach out to the host or their representative, if they have a representative or, you know, they're working with an agency, you have to demonstrate to the host or their rep that you have done your homework. You need to do your homework for your own sake to make sure that the podcast is an ideal fit for you. You don't want to be on any podcasts that are, that aren't totally aligned with your industry, your niche, your audience, your values, and your goals. Hosts want to know that you actually care about their show and aren't just using them as a means to an end. 
they know that you want to expand your reach and gain visibility. But they also want to know that you've chosen them carefully. So listen to several of their episodes. Pick out something very specific from any episode and write it in your email, what you love or appreciate about that little thing. That demonstrates that you listened and paid attention to at least one episode. You don't have to name a bunch of things from a bunch of episodes. That's just too long, too much. You could, though, also mention something about the host's values or mission and how that aligns with yours. Mistake number two, making your pitch all about yourself. A massive mistake that many potential guests make is to make their pitch just about themselves. Their email is all I, 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 I. Doing this leaves the host wondering, how does this person help my listeners or my podcast? We hosts want everything spelled out for us in a pitch. Now, of course, we get our own ideas as well. But we want to hear how you think you fit into our shows. Going on and on about your accomplishments, credentials, and degrees doesn't demonstrate an understanding of our needs. Yes, it is fine to toot your own horn, but only as far as it applies to our show. Could what you're telling us be something that we could chat about? Is it related to your topic? Would it be valuable or entertaining to our listeners? Solution. Focus on providing value to the host's listeners. The number one priority of podcast hosts is to bring value and entertainment to our listeners. Right? Don't you agree? If we fail at that, our podcast fails. We don't have guests on our shows just to fill a time slot. We have guests on our shows who we believe will provide excellent value to our listeners and who ideally will entertain them as well. When you pitch a host, you must be totally clear on who their listeners are. Then you must flat out tell the host how you will bring value to those listeners. So I'm not going on a nutrition podcast to talk about how to be a podcast guest because that's not what that audience is there to hear. I wouldn't be providing any value at all to those listeners. Now, if it were a podcast for nutritionists on how to build their business, then I'd be a relevant guest, since podcast guesting is an excellent way to build your business. And that's part of what I would tell the host in my pitch. Mistake number three not giving any topics you'd like to speak on, or giving too many potential topics. Too many potential guests don't give me any topics at all that they'd like to speak on. They leave it up to me to figure that out. A couple of times, when, they sound, when, when the guest sounds really interesting, I have gone to their websites, if they've given me the link, 
to figure out a potential topic for them. But on the whole, I don't accept guests who don't give me a potential topic. There's just not enough time to figure out a topic for them. I might reply and ask them what they'd like to speak on. You know what? Many of them don't reply when I ask them that. Another problem is when a potential guest gives me too many potential topics and the topics are really disparate from each other. I'm wondering, what is your exact area of expertise? I'm looking at their bio and not seeing how these topics fit in. It appears that they've chosen tiny topics that they enjoy but aren't necessarily expert at. Now, I can understand their conundrum. Many of us are able to speak on myriad topics, and it can be tough to narrow it down to one or two specialties. But podcast hosts don't want, on the whole, generalist guests to speak on just whatever. We want experts to speak on a topic they know really well. Ideally, we want thought leaders or close to it. Solution. Give one specific signature topic with one to three alternate topics. Now, my suggestion is to really narrow down your specialty to one signature topic. You can have a few alternate topics. What you'll do with your signature topic is you customize it for different situations, different podcasts, different video shows, different in-person gigs. Each of those can have a different title so that it doesn't appear that you're just repeating yourself verbatim with every appearance, even though you very well may be, or at least you'll use some of the same phrases and quotable moments, sound bites, right? If you've done your homework on the podcast you're pitching, and of course you are, you'll look back through their episodes from the past year to see what topics they've covered. If they've done your signature topic in the past year, then pick an alternate topic or tweak your signature topic to propose to them. So when you pitch the host, point out that they haven't done that topic in the past year. Talk about demonstrating that you've done your homework, right? Just flat out say, I noticed that you haven't covered this topic in the past year. That simple. I include that all the time. No potential guest has ever written that to me. So these mistakes are pretty basic in the sense that they are easy to make, but also super easy to fix or to avoid. Most potential guests who reach out to me make these mistakes all the time. But here's the thing. The guests who do not make these mistakes really get my attention, and they are pretty much always a yes. Now you can avoid these mistakes and create standout pitches that put you way closer to a yes when you pitch a host. Thank you so much for being here today. Be sure to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. 